At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. All right. Can I get a table for two? One for me. One for Michael Lombardi here on the Lombardi Line. Then more importantly, a table for two tonight. Lombardi Berman. Just the two of them. <laughs> you know I was listening. Just the two of them. Uh, and then a table for three, HBO Max. How are we doing today, my man? We are excited for the many saints of Newark tonight. Yes, we are. I mean, not patiently. I've, I've almost, I've almost kind of gone to HBO Max on my computer and thought, well, let me watch a little bit of it before. But I, I was, I was disciplined that. this morning. I wrote a daily coach. I stayed within my routine. I'm doing good. I good. haven't had the urge to do it yet, so I, I'm I'm doing good. I'm I'm so, you know, kind of excited about that game last night, Patrick. How good was that? How about all? I wonder how much sweat Amal had dripping down his face with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Survivor players and everybody that was on Cincinnati just went straight up. We're tripping, but you see it right there, 24-21. So I've got a few bullet points I want to go through with you and have you break them Please. down systematically Please. here. Seven and a half closes. Jags cover stays under the post a total of 46. We'll get to those numbers. We in like a the under, by the way, yesterday. We, we, Remember everybody was on the did. over. We, we you nailed the it. Under. Yep. You nailed okay. it. Just, so, just, just for a minute. So, uh, obviously Lawrence just, I mean, he looks, he looks great, right? I mean, there's this like aesthetically the, the kid and in that offense, I thought he played well in the first half, but let's go here. 14, nothing. Obviously, you know where I'm going. Second quarter, uh, a minute left in the first half, a chance to go up three scores, 17, nothing. They go for it on fourth and one. What was your thought process there with Meyer going for it? Well, there was no doubt in my mind, I, I would have never gone for it because we were in that transitional period of the middle eight. And I want points in the middle eight. You know, yeah, I'd like seven, but I'll take four. I'll take three. You know, I, I'll take three. I didn't like the call. I really didn't like the call. But that being said, if the ball's at the three, he's kicking. If the ball's at the one, I mean, he was never controlling the line of scrimmage. Every short yardage play he got in that game was reflective of of Lawrence holding the ball and kind of running the RPO thing. So I would have definitely kicked it. I mean, even the great Will Hill, the non-kicker of all non-kickers, he texted me and said he would have kicked it, which is shocking. <laughs> shocking. I almost had lifted myself off the floor. But I would have kicked it, Patrick, because I would have gone up 17 to 10, 17 nothing, and felt like, okay, 
this gives me some momentum going into halftime because you knew they were going to come roaring back. They had the ball to start the second half, which was the other reason why I would have kicked it. I want points. I wanted the middle. Now, you know, and, and I thought that Zach Taylor did himself a huge favor. He didn't call timeout. He let that clock run. You know, he was conceding, you know, he let it run all the way down to a minute before they decided to go for it. He could have easily, if he would have stopped it at, you know, 120, now he makes you think, well, there's too much time. I could lose points here, right? But he let it go all the way down. Now it got to 50 seconds when he only had one timeout left. I felt like kick the points. The most he could get going into halftime would be three, and maybe he'll turn the ball over. So I did not like the decision. I thought it was Probably it, it was a bad decision. I, as Art Modell used to say to me all the time, kid, I'm not second-guessing you. I'm first-guessing you. I was first-guessing it. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I wrote down, is egregious. Zach Taylor's got about 59 seconds left. He's down two scores. He's got two timeouts in his pocket, and he drains the clock. What the yeah. – like that, honestly, it, it's uh, – the Browns aren't going to fire anybody. To me, you ha- you run in there at halftime and say, "What what do you think? You're at home. One big play gets you gets you in a position where you're already in. F- I mean, two plays, field goal, posi- field goal, and then all of a sudden you're just draining the clock. That was ridiculous. He didn't, he didn't trust his offense. He didn't even trust one of his players on the outside to beat. I mean, this is a team that really, you know, they trade C.J. Henderson to the Carolina Panthers, and they don't really have a corner. You know, all they talked about was, you know, how good they are at corner, and that allowed them to trade. They didn't like Henderson. That That's the reality. They didn't like Henderson because they could talk about Campbell, number 32, all they want. Campbell didn't cover anybody last night. So, you know, they had some. They have some real issues in their secondary. And, you know, you could take advantage of it. They're going to play cover three. You know, they're not sitting there going to play man-to-man press. They know we can't cover Chase. So you could throw a 15-yard out and got the ball out of there. I don't know, Patrick. I, I when you ask me to explain Zach Taylor, I run out of words. But when you ask me to bet on Zach Taylor, I run out of money. When you ask me to do anything with Zach Taylor, I'm going the other way. And Amal took his medicine. He got lucky as hell, and he can brilliantly look at that and say, "Well, I knew all along we were going to win." But I thought that was a risky pick. I thought it was risky. I didn't like it then. I didn't like it during the game. I didn't like it at all. No, you nailed it. That's a that's no can do, Zach Taylor. But let me ask. That was a John Oates play all the way, right? I mean, you write Zach Taylor. We should really. I mean, Matt Santos. Next week, we need this. We need a picture of 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 Zach Taylor and John Oates next to each other. They're no can do. <laughs> but you just said he's got a minute to go. He's got two timeouts. He's at home. He's down two scores, and he didn't trust his offense. His offense put up 24 in the second half. Burrow was 17 of 22, 53, meaning the offense was always ready to break out against a bad defense. Why the hell wouldn't you put the foot on the gas at the end of the first half? Zach Taylor, that was a joke. I, I have no idea, but here's, here's where they lost the game, right? I mean, I think this is where you, there's always a part of the game that, and I don't know if you're going to go there, but I'm going to go there ahead of you. There's always a part of the game where you must recognize we need to win the game here. <laughs> we need to point. win the game go here. Go ahead, please. Okay. All right. So you get the ball. You get the ball with 8.59 to go in the game in the fourth quarter. And you have just scored it. Your last possession, you have just scored. The score is 21 to 21. You just watch them move 10 plays down the field, 75 yards, which CJ catches the ball, runs it in the end zone, touchdown, right? You've also just have seen four plays, 69 yards, touchdown, 12 plays, 86 yards, touchdown. So the last three possessions, you have not stopped them. You have not stopped them. They are in complete control of the game. They are in control of the game. You might have the lead, but they always got control of the game. The fourth quarter, when we got that ball at 859, me as a head coach, I would have said to the offensive coordinators, we are not punting the ball That's back right. to them. That's right. We are not punting the ball back. We need, if you need four down, and frank, frankly, I'm even if I'm in my own territory, I'm going to go for it because that'll let them score quicker and I'll have a chance to get the ball back and at least tie the game. Right? Yep. I'll get the ball. So let's just play this out. So he's got the ball. I think it was fourth and four, and I think he was at midfield. Yep. He punts them. Great. Pinned them back. Bad field position. They start the drive, you know, on their, uh, you know, own 10-yard line. Something like that. Yeah, Cincinnati's 10. They start on the Cincinnati 10. And they take 10 plays and go 83 yards. Like, 
I don't care about field position at that point. I haven't stopped them. I would have gone for it because you know what would have happened? They couldn't have, they couldn't have run five minutes and 33 seconds off the clock going 50 yards. I would have gotten the ball back last that's and at right. least had a that's, chance to tie the exact, game. That's exactly right. That's exactly. And then he didn't use the timeouts late. And frankly, you got to let him score at the end there. There's just so many things. But I, you, th- this is number three on my list. Meyer punting midfield. What the hell was that? So you just nailed that. So you don't that. I mean, it made no sense. And, and here's where I think this is where Urban is going to have to learn on the job. When he went out there, when he should have walked over to Brian Schottenheimer and he should have said to Brian, Brian, Every day you're in four down territory or Daryl Bevel, whoever is actually calling the place. We're in four down territory. I want your 10 best, your 10 best plays. We need your 10 best plays here at this point in the game. We're going to win the game right here. I want our 10 best. I, I don't want to repeat anything we've done because they'll know it's coming, but I want to dress it up. I want to look at it, repeat it, but different formations. We need our 10 best plays here. We have to win the game right now. We're going to run this clock from eight minutes down all the way down to 30 seconds, and we'll win the game right now. And, you know, he didn't do it. He punts. He had a huge third down. They ran zone. They rushed three. Trevor Lawrence was back there for four hours, and he threw the ball over the middle to to, to uh, uh, the kid from Colorado, Chenault, I think it is. They yes. threw it to him in the middle of the field. He got the first down. Now I go, okay, I got some momentum going. But you got it. you've got to be able to. To get, they ran the ball for six yards on first down. Then he goes incomplete, incomplete, and he punts. You're Owens. You were never. They were never getting that ball back, Patrick. They were never getting that ball back. The evidence was overwhelming that Cincinnati was never going to get stopped. And they're zero and three on the season. To me, punting there's kind of emblematic of punting on the I, season. I, pa- Patrick, I don't care if they're three and zero on the season. I wouldn't have punted there. There was no evidence supporting that your defense was ever going to stop the Bengals. Right, and. <laughs> my, you you heard the I don't know if it was a dig, but you heard what Aikman said at the beginning. He said, "Look, Lawrence." I had like, it on mute. I, yeah, I, had I, it on I mute. just heard this, and I, you, you'll love this. He goes, uh, "You know, Lawrence is he's a lot of energy. He seems upbeat. He's positive about the zero and three start." Urban Meyer, on the other hand, he's he seems desperate. He you saw that people were tweeting about it. He said yeah. he was completely dis, like disgruntled and taken aback. Look, this is I mean this is an zero and four team. Two wins would be a uh, that would be huge at this point because this is a team that's going the wrong way. Yeah, but I, do you think Urban knows how to win? Do you think he understands what it's going to take to win? I mean, he said after the game, you know, we didn't turn the ball over. This is really, I mean, he looks like he's in complete pain. He does. It looks like, I mean, I don't know how he's going to last. Like, you have to understand how to win games. And, And each game is different. Remember what I've often said. The fourth quarter is an entirely different game. And what Urban's mistake was, he played it like it was the regular game. There's the mistake. There's the perfect example of when I say first quarter's assessment, Second and thirds adjustment. Fourth quarters, it's an independent game. Well put. It's 19 straight losses for the Jags. They tie the 07 through 09. Lions, Super Bowl era. That's the second longest streak. The only longer streak. You'll remember this. The 76 bucks. 26 straight losses for the 76 bucks in the Super Bowl era. So we'll continue with this. I want to ask you, and let's break down the Cincinnati Bengal team. We know the coach, but is the team legit? We'll come back and we'll find out. As we continue, also got a huge game in college football, Big Ten tonight in Maryland. We continue. It's the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, it is the Lombardi Line, and BetMGM, the king of sports books, coming to town. Bring that... ID if you're here in Nevada and you can be ready to bet within minutes. It's betmgm.com or download the betmgm app. Again, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older. Eligibility restrictions apply. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Lombardi line, plenty to do here on a Friday. Remember, we're here every Saturday and Sunday as well. Big Saturday, college football. Speaking of college football, Big Ten clash, number five in the country, Iowa. College Park today, Maryland. We'll get to that game coming up in just a little bit. But Michael Lombardi here. Um, A couple things I wanted to ask you. One, where can we find, as we now project what the Jags are up to moving forward? I was taking a look at the schedule. You're not going to have have an opportunity for a win until they host the Falcons. But let's talk about the team. You know, DJ Chark going down is huge. I mean, he's throwing that pass to Jamal Agnew. Jamal Agnew is a specialist. He's a return guy. So they're right. using him in the passing game. Uh, Chenault Jr., the kid from Colorado, is very good. They ran the ball well, as we discussed a little bit yesterday. But uh, the Chark loss is going to be huge moving forward as you bet against or on this Jags team. Well, I mean, the other problem is defensively, right? You know, they're trying to run the Ravens scheme. They don't have corners. They really can't put pressure on. You know, that's the big issue. Their defensive front, you know, isn't good enough. I mean, they really don't have a good defensive front to, you know, to really demonstrate any ability to pressure the passer. I mean, this Taven Bryan kid they drafted in the first round, you know, Josh Allen gets a lot of publicity and talked about, but is he good enough? You know, Kaseon, uh, the kid they drafted in the first round last year, was he even on the field last night? I didn't see him make a play. I know he was on the field, so they have issues defensively, and it's going to be a hard, it's going to be a challenge because they could never get control of that game, even up fourteen to nothing. You know, they never had control of the game, even though that to me it seemed like a lack of execution on the Bengals' part. But this Cincinnati, this Jacksonville team, I think will be a team that you know, a lot of people will play uh, moving forward in Survivor. I mean, I think they're going to be the the mall's best friend moving forward. Were you impressed by Lawrence? I love Lawrence. I've always loved that Lawrence. Throw to, that throw to Agnew was a great catch, but it was an amazing throw. Amazing throw. Look, I think they don't, I think they don't do enough with him. I think it's, I think it was moving. It was the game slowed down a little bit last night. I thought he felt more comfortable because he had more time to throw. He wasn't playing from behind, which is always the problem with young quarterbacks. He got off to a 14, nothing lead. You know, I thought the touchdown coming back after they scored, you know, to go up for make it 14, 14. Then he leads them back down the field. I love Lawrence. I'm not sure they really know what Lawrence is offensively, what they need to do with Lawrence offensively. I think that's the problem. They need to break the code. Like, okay, this is what we need to become as a football team. That's urban's job. Okay, let's take a look at the Bengals, and then we'll move on. Three and one straight up. They're two and two ATS. They host the Packers next Sunday. Then they're at the Lions. They're at the Ravens, so it doesn't get easier. Maybe the Lions get a little respite. Then they've got the Jets. Um, but let's talk about this team. What do you what do you see in this Bengals team right now? Well, I, I think I see a team that they didn't play as well defensively as they had in the past. I thought DJ Reader injury last night affected their run defense. Oga Joby, particularly when he came off the field, that, that really hurt them. That really hurt them. And I don't know how serious either one of those injuries are. Reader came back. Oga Joby didn't. I think that's the problem. And then, of course, you know, how good are they in the secondary? I think that's that's the issue. I think this is a team that should win seven games. 
I don't think they're a very good team. I think when they get against a good pass rushing team or a team that understands how to attack the protections, how to really go after them, which I didn't think Jacksonville did a good job with, I think they can. But they've got skill. There's no denying it. They've got great skill. You know, Tyler Boyd's a really good player. They didn't have T. Higgins last night, who gives them another dimension offensively. And then Mixon and, you know, uh, uh, Perrine. I think Perrine is an interesting kid. You know, he was at Oklahoma. I didn't understand why he got cut. You know, he bounced around the league. He was in Washington, you know, was at the Jets. He got cut a little, you know, he got bounced a little bit, you know, and then I, I didn't under. it was in Miami. So for me, I think he kind of gives them a nice backup player to go along with Mixon, who's a power player. They're, 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 they're really offensively with Carmen in at right, ta- right guard. That helped them a little bit, but I still think their, their inability in the offensive line will be a problem. Hey, we open up week four last night, of course. So updated numbers. The dogs are cashing at a 61.5% clip this year. The unders are cashing at a 59.2% clip. So dogs and unders correlation. Now, if you take out the primetime games, the unders are cashing. Just like Sunday games, Michael, it's almost 70% to the under, 69.2. And last night was the second straight Thursday night under to cash. So primetime overs now eight and two. We've seen the, we've seen the primetime games go to the over except the last two. You know, and I, and I think, and I think, look, usually unders cash when we get a ton of, when we get a ton of penalties and that's always the problem. I mean, last night that, that illegal contact penalty on third and I think it was eight, we get uh, Jacksonville gets the sack. That's going to be the turning point in the game. Yeah. That's going to be the turning point in the game. Jacksonville only had two penalties the whole game. They only had two penalties the whole game. And that penalty ultimately would cost them that drive. And then they kept the ball and moved it down the field. So, you know, and, and Jackson and Cincinnati had, I think they had six penalties in the game, Patrick, but I think three of them were delay of the game when they were backed up there. And they just kept moving the ball back and it didn't really matter. That wasn't five-yard penalties. So it was a game that, that had no penalties. And so I think that's why it got closer to the over than it probably would have had there been more penalties called. Another game going on Thursday night, last night, ACC, Virginia gets a huge win at oh. Hard Rock down in Miami. How about Diaz milking that clock to set up the field goal doink as time expires a 33 yarder, Virginia straight up win 30 to 28 catching three did and a half, four. Shank it? Oh my God. Did he, hey, shank well, you it? could tell, I mean, as soon as that angle, he you could go- tell right away. Yeah. And he, w- and he went too fast. Like he was going too fast at it. Like slow down, like take your time, you know, take a little bit of time. So, yeah, another tough loss for the University of Miami. I mean, you know, Virginia can't play defense. And and that was shocking that, you know, they didn't try to keep moving the football. You know, I I have this adage that it's not about being in makeable field goal range. It's it's about attempting the field goal. It's about making the field goal. You got to make the field goal. That's how we win the game. I, I don't like to just stop moving the football. We got a big one tonight. It's going to be a blackout yeah. college park, Iowa, Maryland, Michael, this one open. Iowa. It's the fifth ranked team in the country. Dubious. We'll get into why, but the, Iowa opens four. bet down to three at a couple of books here. Most books have at Iowa lane, three and a half, two, four, no teams, two teams, three and one ATS two under teams, which we'll get to in a second. But this Iowa team's fascinating because it, it's, it's intermediate stuff. Dump offs, bubble screen with Petrus and, Goodson's a very good back and the defense is elite. What's fascinating about Iowa this year, they're giving up a million sacks. They're always built on that offensive line this year, a weakness yet. They're sitting four and oh, as they head to Maryland, who's got a ton of skill on offense. Yeah. I mean, this is the, could there be a bigger game in Maryland's program with Mike Loxie than this game? Huge. I mean, you know, really? And, and look, Iowa is four and oh, so they, they beat what we now know is to be a bad Indiana team. And they dominated them, right? You you called that one. Iowa State, we thought they were better than they really were. Maybe they're not. They're two and two now, too. Then they dominated Kent State one and three. They beat Colorado State one and three. This will be the challenge, you know, and I think this is going to be the time where we'll see if that offensive line becomes a liability because they're 70th in the country in their scoring offense. But where I think the advantage goes to Iowa here is their defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've only given up 11 points in four games average per game. I mean, their defense in the conference is the number one defense in the conference. It's the number three, two defense overall in the, in the, in the United States in college football. So, you know, and, and the other thing I think that goes un, undetermined when you do, when you break down this game is how good the special teams are for Iowa. You know, they're the eighth best special teams in the country. 
And no one talks about the kicking game, right? No one looks at that. But to me, that's why he's such a great coach is because he does put a lot of importance on that and the hidden yards that make such a big difference. And the turnover. I don't know if you consider it turnovers, turnover luck, but they forced nine compared to four loss Iowa this year. And, you know, three of those becoming defensive touchdowns off the turnover. So Iowa's been opportunistic. It's just, it's a team, as you just mentioned, it's built on defense. They don't score. I mean, again, it's a dink and dunk offense. It's a team that's scoring uh, right around 23 points per, but they don't give up anything. This is going to be fascinating. You know, I was thinking about Iowa because they beat what Colorado state by 10 at home, Colorado state lost to Vanderbilt. So it's not like they they struck. They it's, it's, it wasn't necessarily a struggle. And I'll say this about Maryland. I somehow ended up on Kent state, Maryland last week. And Listen, they ended up covering against Kent State, uh, but it wasn't Maryland didn't have an easy time at points in that game against Kent State. These are no, two teams I mean, that I'm look, waiting to see what they have tonight is what I'm saying. I, I think this is one of those games where we really got to I, I wouldn't play it. I don't want to touch it. I really don't. I don't know whether either team's good. You know, you beat it. You beat a bad Illinois team. OK, Illinois one and four. They beat they beat Nebraska. You know, you beat West Virginia. That looks like a really good win, but that's opening game, you know, and so. I think, and look, when we break down, this is two good defensive teams. This is two good based on statistics. But we also know that Iowa's 30% winning percentage against their opponent and Maryland's 23% winning percentage based on their opponent's record. Who is brother Talia doing something? Doing something there in Loxley's offense. I wouldn't say, with Talia, I would never say anything bad. Thank you. And then also two big-time under teams. We'll get to those stats coming up in just a bit. I have a question for you. What's happening in Philly with the basketball team? I know you don't care, but when we come back, I'd like to to find out. It is the Lombardi line. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's VSEN's Point Spread Weekly. It's out now. It comes out every Wednesday. We'll put it right there into your inbox. It's one of those places you come to get settled. We take care of you. It has everything. Uh, this week's edition, Matt Humans focuses on Lane Kiffin's showdown with Saban. By the way, that total is insane. We'll discuss that tomorrow on the show. Brady Cannon evaluates the week four contest plays. Adam Burke breakdowns the situational spots that have max value. These, and I mean, you get everything in Point Spread Weekly. Download it today or go to vsin.com slash subscribe for more information. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Um, We're going to be joined in a little bit by Wes Reynolds, and he's going to be on Pittsburgh this weekend at Green Bay. Interestingly enough, that number Mm -hmm. open seven, it's bet down through that key number down to six and a half. I want to get Michael's take on that. But before we do, um, not that you're concerned about this. It's not something that worries you because you're a Miami Heat fan and everybody knows Mm -hmm. it. Uh, But the question I have for you is you're close to Philadelphia. So maybe you have an idea. Maybe Berman talked about it. The Simmons drama and that cloud hanging over the 76ers right now. Joel Embiid spoke up and he said the relationship has run its course. The situation is weird, disappointing, borderline kind of disrespectful to the other guys out here fighting for their lives. Man, just another day as a 76er fan, if you were one. You know, I think there's often that I don't agree with Mr. Embiid. But this day on October 1st, happy birthday, Mick, by the way, my oldest son. Happy birthday, Mick. Wait, wait, hold on. Your son, Matt, is yesterday. Mick is today? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's quite interesting. You got the power of Millie. It's amazing, right? It's <laughs> good, just job, good job. Great timing, <laughs> Millie. Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, you can't, you know. Anyway, <laughs> there's nothing she doesn't do that she doesn't get it right. Anyway, so here's the reality. Uh, Embiid's right. I mean, go back to when they made the trade for Butler. They trade Sarek and and Covington. The, the city was completely depressed when they made it. They basically traded t- nothing for Jimmy Butler. They get Jimmy Butler in their lap. And... Butler was exactly what they needed. He could, especially with, especially with Embiid. Pick and roll, plays defense, tough, gave him some. But what happened? You know, Simmons didn't like him. He didn't like him. He was, he needed the ball. He wanted the ball. So he went to them. And, and Brett Brown was still the coach. And Elton Brown was still the general manager. He went to him and said, I don't want to be here if, 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 if Butler's here. And they got rid of Butler. They basically didn't need they, they they signed Tobias. So now they're catering to this kid. And then at the 11th hour, he doesn't want to play anymore. Like Parcells used to say this all the time. When players show you who they are, believe them. Just believe them. 
When they show you who they are, believe them. And I think that could be taken into our betting too. When teams show us who they are, believe them. Don't try to make it something they're not. Like if you want to bet Washington and Atlanta this week, Washington has shown you who they are. Believe them. Atlanta has shown you who they are. Believe them. If you want to play either side, know what you're getting into. Believe it, right? Know what you're getting into. And I think that's really important. And it's the same thing here. The guy's a non-competitor. You know, people made fun of him when he didn't make the tournament. at 64 teams. This guy's 6'10", point guard. 64 teams. He's playing at LSU. Now, you could say he didn't have any other players. I mean, when is LSU devoid of talent in anything? He couldn't make the tournament there. He disappears in fourth quarters. And and you're talking to a guy when I once was a 76er yeah, fan. Those were the days. I was his biggest supporter. Yep. Those were I the was days. his biggest supporter. Think about Trade those him. days longingly. Uh, you don't get get, get, get away. You don't Dump get expletives him. very often at M Lombardi NFL, but we did yesterday. Quote, M Lombardi NFL on Twitter. I don't often agree with him, B, but this time he's a thousand percent correct. The reason Butler isn't on the team is because of soft ass Simmons. And now he doesn't want to come he out sucked. to play. Keep making excuses for him, but he has shown you his true colors. You need to believe him. Soft ass Simmons. Great nickname. He is soft ass Simmons. I mean, I don't want to play with you guys. I want to go. I trade his butt to Minnesota. Let him freeze his tail off up there in Minnesota. Watch him win 20 games and then complain up there. Like there could be, it, it really would be, it would be like Al Davis used to say to me all the time, kid, I'm sending you to Elba. At least Elba was warm and it's a beautiful island off the coast of Italy. I probably would have eaten good, yep. but send him to That's, Minneapolis, right? Yep. Send him to Minneapolis. Like, yep. I think it's a great city. Don't get me wrong, Minneapolis, but let him freeze his tail off. You know, he's from down under. He's not used to sub sub-zero weathers. Let him go down there and enjoy it. Yeah, eating some cheese curds, pretending like he, yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean yeah, listen. go fishing in all those lakes. He could be like grumpy old man. He could be like me in Vermin. He'll be in a fish boat. What, what are those houses? they have up there, you know, where they put the thing in the, they, you know, they go in there, we can eat bacon and put the thing in the ground. I mean, come on, bro. I grew up where people wanted to fish for walleye. It's not fun. It's not fun. I mean, I don't it's understand cold. the logic between going house out boats. to the a middle of an, of a, of a lake, drilling a hole in and having a house over it and enjoying yourself. Like, I guess it's for somebody. It just ain't for me. <laughs> Uh, ice fishing. You and me, when we do hang out, we should just, we should go ice fishing. Uh, yeah. So that's the Simmons drama. And, uh, again, soft ass Simmons is going to start to get fine. Cause he ain't showing up. What, I mean, what a clown. Um, okay. Now Wes Reynolds is going to join and he's going to be on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers are 26 in total offense. They're dead last in running the football. Matt Canada came out and said, Uh, The team is going to stick to what we're doing headed into week four against the Packers. This number opened at Green Bay seven, but it's been bet down to six and a half. Are you surprised with the line movement here through that key number of seven towards the Steelers? Well, I I, I am not because I think it means the Steelers might be a little more healthy. They could maybe get Hayden back, Hightower back. You know, their injury report, before you bet this game, really do your due diligence on who's actually going to play. I mean, because if TJ Watt's not going to be on the field, if if they're not going to have Smith-Schuster, which they probably won't have, it seems like he's not going to play. It all depends on who's going to be on the field for the Steelers. Look, I don't like the Steelers, but the one thing I do like is Mike Tomlin's ability to keep the game close. And the one thing when you play the Packers up there in Green Bay, you have the ability to win the kicking game. You can win that phase against the Packers. So if you can do that like they did in Buffalo, they're going to have to play a game like they did in Buffalo. Slow it down, you know, keep the ball in front of them, not get into a blitz game, play zone, tackle really well, and rush, and rush Mr. Mr. Rogers. And I think that's going to be the recipe. But again, believe what you see in the Steelers. And just believe me when I say bad lines don't travel. He said the injuries, and the injuries are legit. Smith-Schuster, questionable. Deontay Johnson, questionable. Banner, Watt. Okafor, two it's out. We know that. So they, they're banged up. Ingram, Ingram was hurt, banged up last that's week right. too. Ingram I mean, that's was... an injury you got to be concerned about. So, I mean, to me, I don't think this is a game we can recommend on Friday afternoon. I think this is a Sunday morning. Let's see where we are. And then let's see where it is. I don't know why the line's moving towards Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, I'm sure the little old lady in Des Moines knows that somebody's going to play that I don't know and wonderful for her. You know, I'm sure of that, you know, and I'm sure this is a reverse contrarian to a contrarian to reverse contrarian move. I'm sure of all that, but I, I would wait. Here would be the concern. 
Uh, Big Ben, you've talked about, he doesn't look the same. I mean, he looks like he's playing in quicksand with some heavy ass feet, Uh, but here's the problem. The Packers generated what four sacks against San Francisco. They hit Jimmy Garoppolo 11 times. Uh, There's not a ton of depth, nor are the starters very good across that offensive front for the Steelers. This could be a long day. That that's what worries me. And I was just with Berman before the show started. I think what you must do before, if you're playing in a contest or if you're want to bet three games, right? I think you have to take the position of writing down why you could be wrong. Like if you like green Bay here today, like write down why you could be wrong. And the number one reason you could not cover this game is because you, you can't protect against green Bay's front. You can't protect Pittsburgh can't block and Ben can't make throws or they make Ben move or they don't have enough skill on the field to really attack, and Nigel Harris can't get going. Now, if you think Nigel Harris can run the ball, he averages 3-1 a carry. If you think he can get going in the running game, then I think there's an opportunity. Maybe you think you should play it. It's a little t- – it's difficult. I mean, these are the things I think you have to do. You, you know, I, I, I also think what you should do on Mondays is you should write down who you like. Just what comes to your stream of consciousness – like, I like these three games. And then work your tail off all week to prove yourself wrong. Then work your, the, work your like, I'll, the perfect example for me is I liked Arizona early in the week. I really did. And the more work I've done on, on the Rams, I like the Rams now. I'll lay the four. Now, the line's moving. It opened up at five, whatever it did. And there's all this line movement. I, I don't care. I don't really care. Here's what I do know. McVeigh, he's eight one and one against the spread against Arizona. He's nine and one overall. The last four games he's dominated with Jared Goff. Playing home. I know I know Beep Beep's great. I get that. I know he's great. The mayor's wonderful. But I don't know if he can stop him. I'll tell you who is going to get burnt out. This Najee Harris, who they're using in the passing game as well. And I looked earlier today, his rush total in the game against Green Bay, I think it was like 51 and a half, 52. The dude hasn't topped 46 yards rushing this season because the offensive line can't run block either. This is, it's, it's just a team that has many issues up front offensively. And that I don't think it's getting better. I, I don't either. And if you just think there's some switch teams turn on that they get better, I, I don't see it. We shall see. Okay, so I know Wes, just to give you a little tease, Wes is actually on the Steelers, so we'll get his rationale for that. Good, and I'd love to hear why. Um, A shock coming into the show. It appears Berman is a big ice fisherman. Like, what, Berman? I've been ice fishing. You sit there, you freeze your ass off, you're bored. There's There's nothing to do. I mean, unless he's drinking bourbon, there's no chance. You could freeze to death, which is as bad as it gets. I mean, come on, Berman, straighten up. Come back with Wes Reynolds next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, so become a weekend warrior. Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Free, free to play challenge. So this is, you can win up to $50,000 for correctly picking the highest scoring pro football teams during the weekend. It's very simple as well. All you have to do is log into your account and find the king of sports weekend contest in your promotion section. All right, then pick the six teams you think will score the most points from the selected games. $1,000 will go to the top entry each week. And if you guess all six right in order, the grand prize of $50,000 could be yours, plus hundreds of thousands of dollars in free bets will be awarded to players who come close to the perfect score. So again, this is pretty cool. King of the weekend up to $50,000 won. Bet MGM. Get over there right now. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, as it gets chilly, there in Ocean City, New Jersey. We welcome in Wes Reynolds, of course. Wes Reynolds, Beeson host, Bon Voyant. I never say that correctly. Uh, <laughs> betting across America on Saturdays and then the Green Zone, which is a better version of the Red Zone for seven straight hours on Sundays. Wes does a great job. We say hi to Wes and we start with this. Have you ever ice fished for walleye? Have you ever been an ice fisherman in Indiana, Wes? I actually have not, Patrick. Yeah. Uh, Never, never have been ice fishing. Always wanted to go. I don't consider myself a big outdoorsman, but always wanted to go. Okay, fair enough. The answer is no, Berman. I, I, I got I can hook you up with a date, Wes. I got a date for you. He's <laughs> yeah. over in the office next to me. <laughs> I is. can't wait to take a picture of you two sitting there in some little house, you know, playing music. And there, you got your poles in the ground. Yeah, that'd be just. It's not even a house. Yeah. It's a hut. It's just you're just hut, sitting hut, there. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yeah, All right. right. I, I can't wait to watch that. We yeah, got two two wait. pretty good football games tonight. We'll get to Wes. I know you got to play on BYU Utah State, uh, but let's start with an, a game. Michael and I were just discussing this weekend. You do like the Steelers? My guess is you got them at seven at Green Bay. The numbers dip now to six and a half. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what I played, but I'm probably going to still play six and a half in the contest. And I know it's a little bit of a leap of faith here because you considered that the Steelers now have lost two in a row as home favorites. But what I'm asking, and we really, you said seven, Patrick, and there was a couple that showed, but really market-wide, you haven't seen a lot of sevens with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm kind of asking why a little bit, because that was the look-ahead line last week, midweek, was six and a half. So it's like, okay, why hasn't this moved at all? You had the Pittsburgh Steelers lose unimpressively at home, two weeks in a row, and you had Green Bay, 37 seconds, no timeouts, no problem for Aaron Rodgers. They go get a win at San Francisco, and kind of the big narrative around Green Bay was that, oh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem to care, and then they show him on the sidelines all pumped up. It's like, okay, he's still interested. He's still maybe at least a little bit invested here, and I just, you know, I I think that this is kind of the do-or-die spot for the Steelers, and one of the best roles that they've had over the years with all the uh, with Mike Tomlin and obviously Ben Roethlisberger being much maligned and I think somewhat rightfully so Mike Tomlin 93 and 1 against the number as a 6 or more point underdog Roethlisberger for his career 37 21 and 3 in 18 career seasons against the number as a dog including a win at Buffalo and I just think that you know, you're not really betting, and one thing I want betters to keep in mind, you're not betting your overall macro view of the team necessarily each week. You're going on a game-by-game basis. And I just think this is a little bit of a tough spot for the Packers, and you've got a Steelers team that's like, you know what, we need to get away from home. We need to get away from the Steel City. We've lost two in a row. Everybody's down on us. Ben looks old, and he looks tired, and he looks slow. They were down to three healthy receivers at the end of the game last week. But I just wonder why the line hasn't moved, because this would seem to be one-way traffic on Green Bay, but the market has shown not so much thus far. Well, I don't you think a lot of it is is the respect? I think that even though a lot of people question Tomlin, 
that you know in terms of play all this. But I mean, Tomlin, you know, as a double, as a as a almost a touchdown dog, it, it, it hits a good spot for Tomlin. Tomlin's always good when he can mount the forces and it's us against the world and you see what we can do and he's preaching and, you know, and, and the question is, is, is for me is, can Ben do anything? Is Ben going to be able to move the ball? And, you know, the one thing I would say playing in Green Bay, it'll be an afternoon game, a 425 kick, you know, that field gets a little moist and it's hard to rush the passer. If Ben gets time, you'll throw, he'll make some throws in the game. I don't think it's his arm strength as much as his movement and his collateral quickness that concerns me. But, you know, I, I think it's everybody's playing this number. They're not playing the Steelers. That's my sense of it, Wes. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. And and I think when you look, Pittsburgh has always been good in this role. And also with Green Bay, you know, that was a nice win coming back against San Francisco. But if you look, they really, I don't think, have been that impressive. I know that they covered that big number against the Lions, but that game, I think, was closer and the final score indicated. So I'm still a little iffy on Green Bay going forward. And, you know, this is a big number, Michael, as you know, to lay against a really good defense. Yep. No, and if they're healthy, I mean, I think that's what we have to really do a good job for our audience on Sunday morning is, hey, here's who's playing and here's who's going to be able to play effectively. It's one thing a guy dresses and then he's out after four plays. It's can this guy actually play? And I think if they get full strength on defense, they will make it harder on the Packers. Pretty awesome Friday night football slate here as far as college is concerned. Houston, Tulsa, then you go Iowa, Maryland for the blackout. And then how about BYU looking to sweep the state of Utah West, right? Utah State, Aggies, good program. Uh, BYU, 13th ranked. They're going to lay nine and a half on the road at Utah State. Of course, they beat Utah. They beat Arizona State. This is a, a sneaky BYU team here. Yeah, this is the uh, old wagon wheel trophy here tonight in Logan, Utah. And when you look at the number and what it was, it was eight and a half during the week. And now it's up to nine and a half. I think probably that's because Jaron Hall, the BYU quarterback, went ahead and got upgraded. But nine and a half, that's what Utah State actually was getting at home last week against Boise State. So does the market value BYU's number 13 in the country? as much as they do an unranked Boise State team. Perhaps so, if the number's any indication. But Utah State, I'm kind of buying them on weakness here because they got beat 27-3. Remember last Saturday morning, they played that 10 a.m. game, Mountain Time in Logan, Utah, and that was basically to accommodate CBS as part of the television deal. So it was a really odd kickoff. And if you look at the game, it was closer than the final score indicated. The yardage was pretty much even. Utah State did turn it over three times. They also had, I believe, 13 penalties for 86 yards. They got in the red zone of Boise State four times and only came away with three points. So I think that was just kind of a bad game, and that gives you a little bit of an inflated number here. Meanwhile, BYU, they got out to a decent lead against South Florida, but they let them guys hang around. And this was a freshman quarterback essentially making his first start, and they let him throw all over him in the second half. So I don't know how good really BYU is. And I think Utah State, this is one of those rivalries where kind of the rivalry maybe matters more to one side than it does to the other. Remember when we were talking just a few weeks ago during this segment about Arkansas and Texas, where the rivalry kind of meant a little more to Arkansas than it does to Texas. I think the rivalry means a little bit more to Utah State than it does to BYU. And plus BYU on deck, they got Baylor, who's now a ranked opponent. So they've got them on deck. They're 3-0 and against the Pac-12 teams. Then they got by South Florida late last week. So I think this is kind of a big number to be laying on the road in Logan on a Friday night. Well, you know, it's funny. I've been I've been saying this about BYU now. That not only could they potentially dominate the state of Utah, they've owned the state of Arizona. I mean, they beat Arizona State. And Arizona, you know, say what you want about their program, their own four losers in northern Arizona. But Arizona gave them a good game. It just seems like this – you know, Jaron Hall, if he plays, he to me, he gives them a great opportunity. Uh, I don't think they've missed much of a beat after losing Zach Wilson, Patrick. I totally agree. And this is one that Wes Boomer Sooner, if I didn't know it, I'd say you're an Oklahoma fan. You're going back to the well, my man. They mm-hmm. they are at Kansas State. going to lay a price. Would they open 10 and a half, Wes? It's up to 12-ish. 
Yeah, and, and it didn't go well for me with Oklahoma last week because, look, Spencer Rattler was getting booed off the field, yes. and they were wanting the backup. This guy was the Heisman favorite going into the season. And look, Are we sure they, he's good, Wes? Are, are we sure he's good? Well, we may I mean, not be anymore. We may not yeah, be. Yeah, I'm, I'm doubting that one. I mean, I watched him the other night. I mean, like, I'm wondering, like, they want Caleb the Williams with this guy? They yeah. want Caleb Williams in there. They don't want Rattler. Go ahead, Wes. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, looking forward, and, and the offense, the defense has really been the strength of the Sooners, which has kind of been their weakness ever since yep. Riley had gotten there. And you look at Oklahoma, they're 0-3 against the number when you take out that blowout over the FCS team. But I think Oklahoma is going to be ready to go here in a favorite. I think they're going to be a focused favorite in this role because if you look, last two years, Kansas State as double-digit underdogs has beaten them once in Manhattan and then once in Norman. Now you have this quarterback situation there where we don't know who's going to play. Skylar Thompson's been hurt. Will Howard had to leave the game. Kansas State's allowed 650 yards passing over the last two games. I actually think you get a very focused favorite here with the Sooners. Great job, Wes. Good luck tonight and good luck this weekend. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Best of luck, Wes. Thank you. Washington football team is favored in Atlanta, Michael Lombardi. Should they be? We'll find out coming back. Let's believe what we say. Let's believe what we say. Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.